Chemist Warehouse Mayhem Sale and find up to half price off radiance and biogland vitamins. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. It's a quarter to nine here on SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Uh, Charlie texted through on double eight double three asking how the under 20s got on. Uh, ended up drawing two all. Uh, the uh, Uzbekistanis uh, equalised in. The uh, about nine minutes of injury time that were added on, mate. So that's how that field uh, finished up, but still good a win and draw to start the Under-20 World Cup for them. Uh, big announcement yesterday from the TAV, TAB and investment and how that is going to run. And uh, joining us to talk about that is the CEO of NZTR, Bruce Sherrick. Morning, Bruce. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good, Bruce. Thanks a lot for joining us, mate. What does this mean for thoroughbred racing specifically? Um, look, it means a number of things. Uh, first and foremost, what it means is that we get some certainty over our funding framework for the next five years. It's something that the industry's never been able to achieve. Uh, we generally are operating year to year based on the performance of a, of a TAB. Um, with this deal coming together, uh, it provides us with five years of certainty. It's a minimum guarantee levels. Um, and, and look, that's that's vital as we look to try and plan and implement some uh, some good change over the next series of years. Yeah, and that and that guaranteed funding, like how important is that future um, planning for the confidence uh, from the participants, especially from the people that are out there in the local areas, knowing now that you've got uh, such a such an amount of income coming through over the next five years. Yeah. Look. Yeah, I mean, and literally as I'm speaking to you, I've got spreadsheets open where we're trying to work out um, the best way forward with what we've got. I think there needs to be a bit of context. There's two parts to it. Um, One is a minimum guarantee funding, which is, uh, I guess, aligned to what the TAB, or the old TAB now, um, used to distribute annually. Uh, And then there is this upfront payment. Um, And so we've got to be prudent to make sure that we're not just hitting the industry with a sugar rush and then after five years, we say, well, we can't sustain that, and we're we're I guess relying solely on wagering again. So that balance is delicate. But I'm uh, extremely conscious, as is my board, that we need to be able to give um, people currently in racing, people considering racing, uh, people may have an old broodmare in the paddock and think maybe I should get it back and foal. That there's a reason to do so, and that balance I'm going to strike over the next couple of weeks. Mate, people are going to ask about, you know, because we've, me, me and yourself, we've only ever known the TAB, but people are going to be asking the question, like, what does it mean for the TAB? Like, what, what's the new, the new uh, enterprise going to look like, going to be called um, the benefits of, of, I guess, the new Entain partnership? So the brand will remain the same. It's going to be known as TAB. What you're going to have is a totally different engine driving it. So all of the technology that drives the Intain platforms and Labbrokes platforms around the world will be plugged into the TAB um, using very simple terms because I'm not technically astute. Um, But what we're going to see when we look at our apps and uh, other features um, as we look to wager, it's going to be a world-class offering, something that the rest of the world uh, is, is getting day in, day out. Um, and that's and that's not bemoaning what the TAB has done with the limited resource I've had, but what we're dealing with now is a world-class wagering operator. So the way in which we will, I guess, consume um, uh, the wagering side of our business, but also I think the other exciting thing for uh, people here in New Zealand, and I'll, I'll talk racing for a moment, is the way in which they present it. They are very large on the content and the way in which uh, the product is produced for the screen, 
and for the consumer. So, you know, a lot more like Australia, a lot more um, to the minute in terms of comments um, and really showcasing what's good about our product. So I think you're going to see some change. Clearly, it's not going to happen on June 1. It'll take a little bit of time. Uh, and our discussions with Entame will start next week and understand what it is that, that they want to do and what we can do to help them. Can you talk to us a little bit about this geo-blocking and punters promise, um, which basically guarantees punters will still be able to bet uh, up and win up to $2,000 on any horse or dog race? Yeah, look, punters promise, I'm not uh, across the detail of that. I understand that the same um, regulation that we have in place today will remain under under the new partnership arrangement. Um, so, you know, that part I do know. What was the first question again? Like, can you just give us um, an explanation around that oh, geo-blocking? Geo-block. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, the, the geo-blocking is, is a way to uh, return to the TAB, the monopoly that it was designed to be. So if you go back to the Gambling Act of 2003, uh, it was set up that the TAB would have a monopoly in the market of New Zealand. Since two th- uh, sorry, since 2003, there's been a huge evolution in the digital world, which has meant that overseas operators can effectively come in and our people here can go and wager all around the world. Now, on the face of it, many of, many of the listeners and, and people like you and I are going to say, well, what's wrong with that? The only thing that's wrong with that is, one, um, all that money that flows out of our country, the country gets no benefit from. And currently that's circa $150 million um, wagered on sport and racing. And more than that, and this is a societal issue for us all to deal with, is there is no contribution from that back to harm minimisation, whereas the TAB, every other form of lotteries, etc., all pay a levy towards harm minimisation programmes to assist people who may be... Mm. Uh, having a few issues around the gambling route. So that money's going out. There's nothing returned back to our economy. There's nothing returned back to our um, harm minimisation programs. So by geo-blocking um, the country, that money stays onshore and it will be a greater contribution to harm minimisation through the Intain slash TAB partnership arrangement as well. So it's a win-win, as I said, across the board. The other thing I think people need to understand, and I know the answer to this is obvious, but Australia, Hong Kong, Singapore, and I think even the United States all geo-block their countries. The difference being, of course, is they don't operate a monopoly. They operate multiple wagering um, options within those countries. But you've got to remember, we're only 5 million people yeah. thereabouts. Yeah, mate, a historical, uh, historic moment for New Zealand racing. Well done, Bruce. Uh, you're doing some great things there with New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing. Thanks a lot for joining uh, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast this morning. Go well, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, team. Cheers, Bruce. Thanks, mate. Uh, We are eight away from nine. And uh, just a reminder, too, that on Saturday, after the mail run between 10 and 11, Louis Herman Watt's going to be hosting a one-off show called The Deal. uh, And one of his guests is going to be the Entain CEO, Dean Shannon. So he's got him uh, on air on Saturday morning between 10 and 11. So if you've got questions about this TAB Entain deal, make sure you tune in there, 10 to 11, Saturday morning with Louis and uh, the CEO from Entain. Uh, it's a great get from Louis as well, so uh, there'll be more information as it comes through. We are seven away from nine when we come back. We'll find out what Ian Smith's got on the show this afternoon.